0: Tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. Welcome to Movie Mistrial, the podcast where we examine the IMDb top 250 and anger a million people with our bad faith arguments. My name is Johannes, and I'm Raji. Today, we're talking about yet
1: another film on the list
0: Isao Takahata's harrowing Second World War story, Grave of the Fireflies. This movie is about a boy and his sister dealing with the consequences of an American bombing. It's a true life story based on the story of Akiyuki Nosaka, who lost his sister during the war.
1: Grave of the Fireflies was released on April 16th, 1988 by Studio Ghibli. Interestingly enough, it was released in tandem with the much-beloved My Neighbor Totoro, which has grown to symbolize the company.
0: Before we peer into the past, I have to ask you to leave a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast platforms.
1: Yeah, give us a thumbs up. Uh, tell your friends, tell us how we're wrong, how we're right, all those good things. Well, Raji, how's your week been?
0: It's been relatively good. You know, we have uh, family visiting, uh, kids being a little bit more engaging, and uh, life generally being good. How about uh, things on your end?
1: Yeah, same, same. Just kind of hanging out. It's it's nice that the weather is back to California. <laughs>
0: yes the fact that we're not getting as much rain is very it's both helpful and not helpful at the same time depending on the context which you look at it right
1: right but uh, yeah it's nice to go out you know like going back to playing tennis and all that kind of stuff so it's nice nice to be able to do that again
0: and yeah it's it's still been cold though it's still been cold um but i guess it's what we expect this time of year right? right so No surprises. Right, right.
1: And uh, yeah, I mean, watching lots of movies, um, I have seen, well, this was the first time I watched Grave of the Fireflies, so uh, that was the trip. Um, (laughs) I also also got to see uh, Mithrigan, and Mithrigan is very fun.
0: Mm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies is not a movie that I would watch and then go to bed. I have to watch something funny afterwards. Um, This is probably my third or fourth time watching this film. And I think that irrespective of how many times you watch it, this movie is still as sad as... It's probably still the saddest film I've ever watched. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes me emotional. And I don't like being emotional because of a man's man. You know, (laughs) That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I kid. It, I, I cry every time I watch this film. It's such a, it's such a harrowing tale. And I think the fact that it's based on a real life story um, makes it even sadder. But I also believe that there are scenes in this film that can only be captured if you view them. Um, that If it really happened to you, you know, the, there's, there's a difference between fiction and um, real-life story, whenever you tell it. Um, they're just small details that you miss out on uh, in a fiction because you're trying to imagine this stuff. So you have a big picture in your head. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about it more during the <laughs> during the discussion. I think I'm overstepping my bounds uh, before we actually bring the courtroom in. Yeah. Um, so... We probably should uh, do a coin toss and talk about what this movie is about.
1: So, Raji, heads or tails?
0: I'm going to go with heads. Heads? You know, I'm going to be quite frank with you. This movie is one of my... <laughs> it's not one of my favorite films. It's one of it's one of the most touching films um, that I've ever watched. And I'm going to rank it up there um on the list but um i'm gonna argue against this film mm.
1: um i see the, i'm gonna the, argue against this film <laughs> this is the year of uh pushing yourself to shred the movies you like
0: yeah i i i, I think it's more interesting because i can go on and on about all the things that i love about this film um when and it can be easy to do that, but I I wanna push myself a little more. Um and I also want to put you in an uncomfortable situation where if you didn't actually like this film, uh you get to appreciate it. <laughs> you could give me why you why you like it. So this is a tit for tat uh scenario and it's gonna make the conversation more interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all good. Uh glad I didn't give any indication of where a standard is. So Yeah,
0: that is fair. That is fair. Um, alright, let's let's uh, let's get a synopsis on this movie and then invite the, the people into the courtroom.
1: Sounds great. Let's do it. A devastating meditation on the human cost of war. This animated tale follows Saito, a teenager charged with the care of his younger sister Setsuko, after an American firebombing during World War II. It separates the two children from their parents. The tale of survival is as heartbreaking as it is true to life. The siblings rely completely on each other and struggle against all odds to stay together and stay alive.
0: And the witness will address this court as judge or your honor. Mother Anna, ladies and gentlemen who is listening to the podcast, welcome to the room. Uh, it's, we've set the temperature to a perfect, even temperature, so I'm hoping that you're comfortable sitting down and enjoying this podcast. Today I'm going to be talking against Grave of the Fireflies, And the main argument that I'm going to be using is that this movie fails in pushing the intended message that the director has for the film. Um, And the fact that a lot of people misinterpret the message of this film. um, And I think the most popular message you get in this film is that it's an anti-war film. Um, That idea is... The most proliferated and it's written uh, articles written on Den of Geek um, and many many platforms where they talk about this movie being pushed as an anti-war film. The reality is that this movie is a it's a movie about a selfish protagonist who fails to conform to the social role, and it was um, it was meant to be a discussion on the individualism that was being portrayed in the eighties. Um, and uh, a call to return to the roots of a social uh, fabric where everybody looked out for each other. So this was a critique of the youth at the time from the director's perspective. Um, But the fact that it's um, seen by many as an anti-war film is an indication that the director failed to pass the message uh, he was trying to push along. So, my direction of this argument is going to be from that perspective.
1: Hmm. Your Honor, Grave of the Fireflies, a anti-war movie that is also social commentary on uh, (laughs) the youth, I guess, and um, innocence, and uh, (sighs) how to deal with difficult situations. Um. We're confronted with a uh, narrative that is somewhat disjointed. We're jumping in time back and forth. Um, And uh, slowly we're kind of building the puzzle pieces and then kind of figuring out what's happening. And what we're confronted with is a sad tale of a 14-year-old and his uh, younger sister. Um, I think 10 years younger. And um, they lose everything in a bombing, in multiple bombings. And they have to figure out how to survive and kind of get by. And we see them not succeed. And that's depressing. But it's also telling an important story about the winners and losers of war. Right. And... Uh, it, it's a story that we often don't get to hear, see, experience, and as challenging that might be, uh, especially considering we're, we're looking at children and you know all, all the horrible things that happen, um, it's important to talk about these issues too, because it's not just adults that get killed, it's also kids um, in, in many shapes of form. Uh, you know, through various means so first and foremost I think this movie is important and uh, it deserves to be on this list because it's telling a story that we don't hear that often uh, it's a story that's worth being told uh, from, a, from another perspective this movie is uh, important because it's also putting family uh, front and center we have um, the relationship between uh, brother and sister smack dab in the middle uh, and uh, they go through very challenging things and they go through it together and they figure it out for quite a while. Uh, until they don't, unfortunately. But that's that's not necessary on them. And yeah, I think I'm, I'm closing with, with that. It's It's an important movie that is about war told through the eyes of kids and the hardships that come from it. And uh, it's a story we don't hear that often, but we should uh, hear.
0: Um, I think it's, from one perspective, it's extremely poignant that this is a story about war because it is obviously a story about war. Um, But I think the messaging is where the thing falls apart. And I'm going to go through examples in the film. Um, one of the things that um, you may be, you, I mean, people watch movies and interpret it how they want to. But the question always is, what was the intention behind a particular scene? We're going to talk about um, Satsuko's and Seta's relationship with their aunt. And, um, and one of the things that she, a Western viewer could be um, could be confused by is the idea, for example, that, you know, Setsuko and Seta brings food um, from the bombing of their home and their aunt takes it, commandeers it, um, and uh, she slowly starves them, Um some people would interpret that as somewhat like a, a bad aunt situation. Um, and I think that there's some truth to that. There is some truth to that. Uh, the question always is, um, what is the role of, uh, Setsuko in the death of his, uh, um, or sorry, Seta in the death of his sister. Um, and, the main idea the director was trying to push was that um, he never wanted to conform to the realities of the war uh, The war effort. One of the things his aunts kept complaining about was that everybody was doing their part to um, bring Japan out of the rock that it was engulfed in because of the bombings and the situations that were happening. But we never see... Um, We never see uh, him or his sister contribute. I mean, his sister is at least understandable, but we never see him contribute to help. And I think that one of those conversations that you heard um, with his aunt was that whenever there's a bombing uh, siren, he always retreats to the mountains. He never comes and helps the firemen with the water. He never comes and helps... um, them with destroy, disturb, um, saving people, he just runs away. Now, the argument can also be okay, you know, um, this is a 14 year old kid, um, who has lived through trauma, and we've seen true in many situations that, you know, he was not, he didn't have control of all of his senses, he'd been traumatized by the war and he wasn't able to think straight. Um, At many points in this film, we had people in the society telling him, why don't you just go back home and apologize to your aunt um, and everything will be fine. But because of his level of selfishness and his level of pride, he never considered that as an option for him. Um, And even at the point where his sister was suffering from malnutrition and he ran and came across his uncle um, on the streets. Instead of having a conversation with him, becoming a little bit humble and saying like, hey, I'm sorry about what happened. He just runs away um, from them. And basically he contributed significantly to the death of his sister. Um, This was the story the reason the director did this film was to highlight the level of individualism that was going on in society. And he was trying to say like, Hey, we need to go back to the point where we actually can work with each other. And we don't see each other as individuals trying to reach one goal. We can come back as a society and work together. The people who separate themselves from society are the ones who get perished. Um, but that message was lost. Um, and the fact that you brought up the fact that it was an anti-war film um, makes that the most poignant failure of this film. And if you ask me, if a director sets out to do something and he fails to achieve it, that is the biggest flaw. If somebody, if I, I'll give you one example. If somebody makes a horror film and throughout the film you are just laughing because it's so funny to watch, um, and the director is sitting there going, this is not a comedy, it's a horror, you're supposed to be scared. In a scenario like that, I think that um, because it has failed to meet the goals of its intended purpose, the movie is a failure from that respect.
1: Mm, I don't know I agree if I agree, because I think the, like, it's art, right? <laughs> and And sure, as an artist, you have uh, your own purpose and meaning behind it. But uh, once it's out in the wild, people go and run with it, right? So, um, I don't know, like a Miro painting or Jackson Pollock, right? Jackson Pollock uh, created these paintings and he has his meaning behind it, but then people take it um, into a different thing and interpret their own uh, ways through it. I think this movie in particular... Um, you know it's it's like why not both scenario because uh, clearly it is anti-war I think that that is clear uh, it may not be the, the front and center intention of the of the um, maker of it but that doesn't disregard um, the fact that there's a clear reading of, of the material that leads you to to think that it is anti-war like it, it it is one of the the components of this movie. Uh, I I do think what you're saying is is valid, but I I personally think it's uh, a little untruthful to um, negate <laughs> this movie because it didn't achieve kind of the purpose that the uh, artist behind it intended it to do. Like, if, uh, I think it does that to a degree, and we can talk about where it fails on that, but um, It's not invalidating the the movie as
0: a whole. So I'm going to talk about what director Takahata said specifically about it. Um, When it was asked about this film as an anti-war film, he said, This film is not at all an anti-war anime and contains absolutely no such message. Instead, Takahata had intended to convey an image of the brother and sister living a failed life due to isolation from society and invoke sympathy, particularly in people in their teens and twenties, whom he felt needed to straighten up and respect their elders for the pain and suffering they had experienced during arguably the darkest point in Japan's history. And the author of the novel wrote this as a personal apology to his sister regarding her death. Um, and basically, what the intention was was for him to take blame for all the actions that happened um, prior to his to her death. So he took responsibility for all the failed decisions he made. And because you could see, all, if you look at it from that perspective, from the decision to separate himself uh, from the family, eating at a different table, um, going out to buy cooking tools and not sharing the money or sharing whatever, his, his decision-making led to uh, his sister's death. Um, and when you look at it from that perspective, the movie fails. Now, does the movie fail as an anti-war film? If the argument is the anti-war film argument, then I can see how this movie is a success. And, you know, even watching it uh, yesterday, I felt those vibes were very strong. Um, But I'm arguing against the film. And (laughs) I have Uh, to stick to my script. Um,
1: But, I mean, like I said, like once... Like, as an artist, you can have all the intentions in the world. Right? Like... Um, I'm I'm sure this is not the only movie that uh, is released with a certain you know intention. Like, um, The Room is a great example. I think that movie was released with a very different intention, but it turned it out into this cult classic of a terrible movie, mm. right? Like the the artist's intention is great and drives the art into the direction that the artist kind of wants it to drive into. But once we release it, it's kind of a collective piece of art. right? And and how the collective interacts with it and how the collective interprets it is not necessarily an overlap uh, with what the artist had set out to do but it doesn't invalidate the artist's mission behind it right so even if the artists say um, this is not an anti-war movie it was never intended to be uh, clearly it resonates with so many people as an anti-war movie that uh, while it doesn't start while it didn't start off as an anti-war movie it it kind of is right like it, it still is it's not the main intention but it it still is an anti-war movie because we're still uh, dealing with a story that is um, set in a war. We're following um, people around that have to deal with the consequences of war and uh, they make poor decisions, right? So while the artist is uh, behind it is focusing on the poor decision making as the main driver of this, I think the setting of it all is what many people take away from and um, that's why I'm saying like why not both because uh, in my mind this accomplishes both Uh, yes the brother is extremely selfish or naive I think he's naive he's not necessarily selfish he's just naive and doesn't um, conform I think to to further drive that home we probably would have needed like 5 minutes 10 minutes of their normal life just to kind of see where where his naivete is coming from but Mm. you know i'm not i'm not critiquing this movie (laughs) i'm just saying that (laughs) like if you want to if you want to drive that point home that that's the the core of this and that's the intention then uh, i guess we should have had a little more of that that said it's still very effective on both of these lanes right we still i i think we still get a lot out of uh, the anti-war message even if it's not intended and we get a lot out of the uh, children are probably not good living on their own message right like uh, both of this is uh, front and center which makes it so good Uh, which makes it brutal too because it's not often that you see uh, children just kind of perishing away Uh, it's not often that you see their mother also you know (laughs) <laughs> like yeah that that's brutal It's brutal and just just kind of thinking about having to deal with that kind of visual and all that when you're 14 is crazy right so yeah. um it's i think it's a great movie i think it's it's really challenging yourself in like putting yourself in those shoes and trying to to figure out like what what would i have done right but it's hard because like 14 year olds are children that think they're adults
0: yeah right it's and you, and you make stupid years. decisions
1: yeah yep, right and and that's that's what we see here and that's why it's so relatable that's why it's so terrible <laughs> and that's why it's so brilliant
0: I'm. I do not know if you have any more arguments to make on this. I, I'm. I'm going and I'm willing to go on to the sidebar, sure. Um, and we can talk in general. But I don't know if you have any more positive things to add to this film. Uh,
1: um, just saying like this is. You know, I read something on Reddit where it's like this is the best movie I'll never see again. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I. Uh, I. I think there's something to that statement. Uh, it's. It's a great movie, but it's. It's really depressing. So, really need to be yeah. in the right headspace to to catch this one. But I highly recommend it.
0: Overrule, sidebar, guilty, speculation, hearsay, bailiff, briefcase, disregard. In my chambers, stop, beaver, on the witness. Arrest. We could totally be lawyers. I will. I'm. I'm going to say this. Um, the person who made that statement on Reddit, um, captured how I feel about this movie entirely. It's such a hard film to watch, and yep. I'll tell you why it's very hard. Why it's very hard is, despite the fact that this is just, you know, a cartoon, it's anime, it's a manga, manga story, um, all, because the char- the characters are in, in animated form, they're able to capture emotions a little bit stronger um, than if you had an actor. In a scenario where an actor, you had to, get them to, I mean, there's some actors who can do this easily. um, But we're talking about a child actor here. Um, How are you going to get a child actor into the headspace to be emotive? And I'm going to give you an example. That scene where they were outside um, and he was talking about how his mom was sick and in the hospital. And we watch her after just tiptoeing uh, she bends down and she starts to cry. Um, and she starts to cry profusely. Um, that whole sequence where she's just moving her feet slowly, she crouches down and slowly you watch the tears start to flow. It's so lifelike. It's it's almost like you're watching a real human being. Um, and the ability to do those minute details to give this character a little bit more life is why this movie is so hard to watch because you fall in love with the girl um, and you you know, I mean, at the very beginning of the film, you know the, the effects of what's going to happen. Um, every time there's red, you're talking about them looking back into their past um, and it's you know they didn't even make it um and it's you fall in love with her so much um and when she eventually dies of malnutrition it's heart-wrenching it's heart-wrenching and every single time i watch this film i end up crying because and it's even worse now that i have a daughter um i can't imagine a scenario like this it's one of the worst scenarios um but I also wanna point out that the director did a good job of showing that they're kids because the reaction of the brother to her crying was to jump on a swing and start spinning, start spinning. It's like, see how many times I can do this? And that's it, they're just kids. They don't, they're don't. they not supposed to be in a situation like this. Um, and even with all the arguments that I made, the strongest argument that you know, makes it an anti-war film is the fact that he's a 14-year-old kid. What does he know? The adults in his life should have been a little bit more forceful about setting boundaries and making sure that they conform to those boundaries. Um, it's not his fault, in a sense. Um, and it was not his fault that America bombed I will say that the very beginning of the film, when the, the, the fire started to come down uh, and you see them on the, on, the, on the streets just watching it, and all of a sudden the whole city becomes a, an inferno, it was so, so difficult um, because you're seeing firsthand the consequences of war from the eyes of a little kid. You never see that in any Western films. You don't see the, the, the small suspense, the effects of that. You may see bombings, you may see explosions, but it always has wonderful music in the background. You know, It, it makes the mood feel that, but this was just silence and then the sound of fire destroying the livelihoods of so many people. So the movie is very effective on that front. That's all I have.
1: Yeah, I I feel like lots of people give uh, the brother a lot of the blame uh, and not the aunt. And I think the aunt is, in my opinion, like she's the adult. And yes, he may have been disrespectful. And, you know, yeah. but she's still the adult in the situation and like the kids have lost everything. Right. So I like, cut them some slack lady. Uh, so, so I, I think, yes, he's a kid and he doesn't know what to do. He's trying to do the best. He's trying to keep his sister. um, Thriving as much as possible and entertained. And, you know, kind of distract from the terrible situation they're in and there's a lot of commendable things to say about that I think the critique is that um, she let him go you know and, and she let him go knowing that you know the that, that, that young girl was laughing and haha you know that's so much better um, so that is kind of the big mistake I think so some of the critiques I have with this movie um I didn't like the structure of this. This was kind of the memento of anime, in a way, where we jump in time back and forth. And I don't think that's a good way to tell a story. I think while the the passing, like, both of them die in this story. It sounds like the, the source of it, only the sister dies. Um, but please correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, I think even though the young girl dying is a gut punch I think it would have been even more effective had we not known this from the beginning because then we really have time to to root for them right like that all that is taken out now we're wondering how and when it happens and I think that's kind of distracting and unfortunate in that sense and i so i watched the uh, english dub version and the um voice actress for the sister was incredibly annoying but that's not the movie's fault right um that's that's just kind of an observation of of the format that i watched or the the language version i watched um but it made it hard to really kind of sympathize with her because she she was this annoying four-year-old which i guess mission accomplished but (laughs) because four-year-olds can probably be annoying i don't know um not around many but yeah that made it somewhat challenging to really root for her and kind of empathize and and all that uh but you know like i said the the good portions of this are uh, also the terrible versions and portions of it right like when when they lose the mother that's insane (laughs) like that's more more gory than i i imagined it would be in a movie like this um and yeah when uh, just just the the bleak like oh yeah this one is dead and this one is dead in the beginning when when the brother dies is also just terrible so a lot of the terrible things are are strangely enough good but it's terrible like the like this movie the the story of this movie is terrible but it's well done so i i think this is something you should watch at least once um i'll probably only watch it this one time because it is uh, incredibly depressing but it's it's well done um and even if it's not accomplishing what the artist behind it wanted to accomplish uh, I don't care about that it accomplishes a lot of other things and uh, hits you in the fields right and, and if if any movie can do that uh, I commend you because there's movies that don't do this right but yours did so take that
0: I, I will say that yes in um in, in real life he, he his sister was the only one that died um but, I, I mean, I, I've seen this movie the third time was yesterday. Um, so I, I think that this movie does deserve to be seen in Japanese um, with English subtitles because I, I think some of the nuances um, would be lost in translation. So if you ever muster the strength to watch this movie again in I would say watch it with subtitles um i think that the character uh of the sister was just um yeah perfectly portrayed in japanese i haven't seen the english dub and for all and i mean especially now that you've explained it i probably will never see the english dub Um, but yeah the japanese the japanese original is just perfectly done um i i'm, I'm going to i think one last thing i'm going to add to this film um in my, my views of this film was that moment um after they ran out of the city and they were staying uh by the bridge um waiting for the bombings to end um and When they come out of the, come out from um from out off the bridge and they climb up and then they look at the town that they used to live where people used to go to the markets, everything was burnt down. That was a very powerful scene. Um, they showed the perspective of the plane too. You know, the plane, the plane, one of the planes dropping bombs, and all he just saw in the plane was a small uh uh the effects of small fires but for people on the ground that was everything their whole culture their whole livelihood just destroyed um and the people in the plane never got to experience the effect of what they were doing full heart full full uh um in full and i think that that is a powerful message um they're detached from the consequences of their actions I think that's a powerful message um, to add to the anti-war uh scenarios. Even if the director did not intend that they intend the film to be anti-war. I think that that moment captures the helplessness, the hopelessness of the whole scenario. Um and the kids. Um I, I do I do believe his dad died as well, but we never got any true indication of that. He never responded to any of the letters he sent. We can only see that as an indication that he died, or he was so involved in the war that he ignored his kids. That I don't think that is likely. Um, but yeah, this movie was is a strong watch. Um, I, I, you mentioned the fact that they 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 didn't show they they shouldn't have met, killed her. The fact that we knew that he they died at the beginning took away. Uh, because then you start to wonder, you know, how they died. Um, I've seen this film a few times, and the fact that we're seeing them in a happy place doesn't take it away from me. I think this movie is still a sad. I think it's even sadder knowing that she died at the very beginning. Um, so, yeah. Perfect I, don't, I don't know. I,
1: okay. Yeah, I think Go on. yeah, it's I guess I'm liking it to um Usual Suspects, right? If 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 in the beginning we already know who Kai's Sose is, then the big reveal of Kaiser Sose is not hitting as hard. And I think mm. to a degree my my argument is like if you want to have this gut punch like be a, like 100% land, right? You you uh, don't reveal your cards too soon. It's still it's still a pretty pretty gut punch, right? But it's uh, if you if if that's the emotional um, peak that you're trying to hit, you know, if if you restructure the narrative a little bit, I think you could achieve even higher peaks there. But it it works, I think. It, it's just, uh, yeah, the back and forth. It, it just felt like we want to have this visual. It it felt very much like I have this idea of, of like how I want to portray the afterlife in the red mm. glow type of deal, so let's let's weave that in. But um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't really do much for me.
0: I uh, I will say I, I'm, I, uh, last thing that I'll say is um, the very beginning of the film where we watch the main character die um in the train station um is also very powerful to me too because um i'm actually thinking about it and i'm getting emotional as we seat Uh, (laughs) uh, because a lot of the things that uh they left behind were so significant to them and uh One of the, the guy, the guy who took the, the can and throws it away, not realizing the significance of the story that it tells, um, it's, it makes me feel sad. Um, and I'm actually feeling emotional. I'm a man's man. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that this movie captures a lot. Um, and I can't, I can't talk about how good this film is. Um, but it's like the person you said on Reddit, you don't want to watch this film too many times because it's perfectly built to make you feel emotional. And I've, I've, you know, I love this film, but I can't watch it. I can only watch it once every five years or if i have to do another podcast on it <laughs> but it still it still hits you hard um all right i think i'm done um okay. yeah. you know
1: what, you know what we're not done with
0: what <laughs> japan oh man okay <laughs> the next movie is harakiri oh harakiri i've seen that one too you know, we're going into the realm of one of my favorite, one of some of my favorite directors. Um, I'm going to be curious to know what you think about Harakiri, um, and it's it's gonna fall into one of your discussions right now about movies not being um, uh, in a straight line, um, and we're jumping to the past, um, but. I think this movie is just another really wonderful, uh, samurai film. Um, one of the things that I noticed that it's throughout this time with the movies that have made the most significance are this world war two films. Um, we've seen, we've talked a lot about world war two from, you know, mm-hmm. and we've seen it from all sorts of perspectives. Um, the samurai time is, um, one of my favorite, uh, periods in movies. Um, And I I am curious to know what your take on this film is going to be. I love Harakiri, um, but I I generally like Japanese films, so maybe I have a bias. I'm going to be, well, if I have the chance, I probably would choose to argue for the film because I would like to know what you think against it. But yeah, I think I'm talking too much.
1: (laughs) Spoiler alert.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think anytime we talk about Grave of the Fireflies, it makes me sad. And I, and I need to focus on something else. Um, yeah. It's really, really hard. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah. You know, after, after watching this, you know, everybody,
1: go outside, touch some grass. and <laughs> be good to yourself. True,
0: true, true. Cool.
1: Where can people find us?
0: Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook on at Movie Mistrial. There's an underscore there. So it's at Movie underscore Mistrial. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's movie mistrial, there no in, um there's no underscore. Um so yeah. Find us on that movie mistrial.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you can send us an email at contact at moviemistrial.com. And that's it.
0: Have a good one. All right. Be kind to have one a good another. Good. And now you're out of the get out of the cozy clothes and go out there. Touch some grass, like like Johannes said. That's right. You've you've heard our voices too long
1: call call your aunts and tell them you like
0: them <laughs> very true very true all right
1: take care everybody all
0: right bye